Champagne Soccer, we're back. The podcast dedicated to the beautiful game, the glory, the success, the triumph. It's that time of year. The whole squad is in the building. How you feeling, Cletus? You know, 11th Bundesliga title in a row. We are the champions. You know, I was, I was, I was cranking that all throughout Woodbridge after my haircut. Okay. And I was planning it in German too on a highway. Oh Lord, hey man. Wow. <laughs> That's the funniest thing. If y'all don't know, Cletus, when Bayern is focused, the German will come out of nowhere. I'm like, hey man, you weren't alive when Togo was colonized by the Germans. Where is this coming from? But hey, <laughs> he's got it, man. So let us let us just go to Germany. I was at Anthony's crib watching it on Saturday. <laughs> we were watching the Dortmund match mostly because we wanted to see if these brothers could actually do it. Obviously, they couldn't. Shook up. Claytis set it up for us, man. Were, how were you feeling going into the match? I mean, were you that nervous that you set up a bar, a haircut at that time, or was it just the most beneficial time? What was going on, man? You know, for me, looking at the schedule and thinking – this is Dortmund. It's Dortmund. Let me just go book the haircut. So I book the haircut. I'm in the chair and I see the 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 goal go up and say one nil. Dortmund is down. I said, all right, bet the shape up is gonna come in very, very clutch this weekend. You feel me? He got he had me right he, with the white lines because he knew it was a title celebration. You know, and then boom, two nil down. And I'm like, at this point, the, the title's coming back to uh Munich, you know. We just have to see it out. But I also said in the group chat, we could lose this title if we draw. And the way it was looking, you know, Dorman seemed like they're on the comeback. And if Byron had drew, you know, the title would have went to Dorman. But luckily, thanks to some of the, the substitution made last minute, definitely helped us win the league. Um, but realistically, we didn't deserve this title. Um, nobody's pleased about it. We're, we're taking it, of course, because the 11th won in a row. But Across the board from, you know, management down to the players, nobody's satisfied with how the seasons went. So definitely looking to see improvement there. But the game itself, I definitely saw as winning. I didn't see a reason for us to lose it. But Tucho's dry tactics showed that we could have lost it or drew the game. But the wonder kid Musiala once again shows up. And he single-handedly, single honestly, has won this title for the team. If you think about it, his goal contribution, his assists, he's like even the start of the season, like he was our best player, even, you know, after the World Cup, he was our best player. I think the change of management kind of hurt him a little bit. But after that, like he kind of picked it back up. So this title honestly goes to Musiala. For sure. Now, Anthony, <laughs> what were your thoughts when we were watching the Dortmund match and it just looked like Nothing was going right, man. They got in a deficit early. Um, Haller had a penalty. He missed it. What did you think when you were watching that match? I'm not about to start this. Happily, with kindness, <laughs> that child, Jew Bellingham, their captain, was missing. And I blame it on him. I don't care what reason. <laughs> what I don't care what his reason. In, injury, his knee. Yeah, right. okay. All of a sudden, hey man. But he, if his knee was hurting, hey, <laughs> please believe my knee will be hurt so much I'm not passing water out. 
Y'all, y'all see me up in the stands. Like I'm really hurt. I can't halfway. He he started jogging on the sideline. Like he Chill was about vibes, to get back. bro. Huh? Cheerleader vibe. That's what I got. Exactly. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. Come on, please. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah. No, no. You were wearing the band around your arm all season. And then this happened. Hey, man. Some people would have got more injured for that victory. They would have been like, man, I could, I could, I could take a, a little nick and a knack, a little naggle, as they call, or a niggle, <laughs> and, and go through the summer as a champion. But he said, nope, I'm going to just pass out water. I'm going to look straight. My team's going to get cooked. And then, hey, I tried to tell I'd be making jokes about uh, Raina playing left back, left wing back, but he came in the game and gave him a spark. And that's that. Imagine if they had their other playmaker in the game, man. They didn't want to win. That's crazy to me. So not – I don't care what – I asked Dan, research it. Why isn't Jew playing? His knees. Upper management. Yeah. His injury. What's up? None of those reasons. For- I agree None with of you. Those- <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. y'all can tell me anything. Y'all can tell me the actual truth. It still won't mean it won't be good enough. He should have played. Like, hey, man. Man. And so that, that – it's like you can't put it on the team – once their best player wasn't there and y'all, oh, Dorman was Dorman. Well, <clears throat> part of that was their best player didn't show up when they needed him most. He was the avatar, man, and real spooky. Now people about to praise him when he goes to uh, Real Madrid once he does what he does, and that's cool. But, hey, man, Dorman may not get in that position for another 10 years. So who knows? They they probably should be looking at that man a little funny. Um, the way that they got scored on, Watching the game with Dan, uh, who was it, Mines, that they were playing? Uh, yeah. The way that they were uh, exposing the left wing on the counter, I called the second goal. I was like, yes, this is a goal. Because it was some crazy outnumber counter. Then it went in for a cross, and that was a header. The first goal, I blinked and didn't even realize it was about – they scored. It was kind of crazy. I was like, oh, Dorman don't want it. And so that that – you can't even, hey man, hey Jude, yeah, Miss, uh, that guy wearing number twenty-two, yeah, good job, man. You know what I'm saying? I hope you have a great career, but that's that's something. By the way, the captain of Borussia Dortmund is Marco Royce, and the vice captain is Mats Hummels, and they're depending on a teenager to carry them to the title. That's why you'll never win anything, because you're depending on children to lead grown men to glory. And the reason why Jude Bellingham didn't play is because he has a knee issue. He's been playing with a brace for months at 19 years old because this club is about to run him into the ground. He's not even going to play in the Euro qualifiers because he might need knee surgery. And that's why he didn't play this weekend. But, hey, go ahead. And remember we pointed out their center back had most of their shots that match. Yeah, Matt Thomas. (laughs) Yeah. former Bayern, you know, backup, you know, and went back to Dortmund to lose some more. Uh, Anthony, I feel you on that. Are you you backing your cousin on the Jude? Hate? What's going on, man? Uh, Not that I hate. I didn't get to watch the whole match. I watched bits and pieces of it, though. But 
I mean, so I'm going to have to take what you guys are saying and go with that and say, hey, if he was out there running up and down the sideline, and I, I saw Clay make a, make a face about it, but, yeah, I think, yeah. Hey. No, that's a clout workup. You know that it, was it, real, it, man. That was for the fans. <laughs> That's Fair what enough. I'm saying. I'm I'm but, up in the stands. If I can't even do that, so y'all can y'all don't have to speculate. Like, oh, he hurt. Hey, right. Man. That's the thing. There you go. That's a good point, right? Like now, people have. When I hear you, he's going to have to get surgery. He's, he does have. A, I think he does have a legit knee injury, but it does have people's guessing. Like, all right, well, why ain't you like give it off to win? You know, to win the championship, even coming as a substitute. You ain't maybe not even start, but coming as a substitute. So it does raise some questions about like, all right, was he legit? Was it this? Like, even hey, though I I've do agree, he was, it was. Months, I've been playing three months with a knee brace. Can you guys? Sure. Can you guys beat a mid-table team at home one game? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you would think so. Yeah, you would think so too. That is supposed to be the second best team in Germany, and you're depending on a teenager they carry them. Look at no, our and team. they shouldn't. Depending on children, you're gonna lose. This ain't, fair enough, too. That's this a isn't a hub league like the Dutch River DC. Come on, man. <laughs> and that's a great point, too. This league. Right, and that's a great point, too, though. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, why why are you going to rely on him to be the one, the catalyst to win the league? You at home, 70-something, 80,000-seat stadium, the yellow wall, what they call the yellow wall, uh, that 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 fan, the, the fan wall that they got. I mean, come on, man. Like, so they, they had everything in their favor. Bayern had to go on the road and win. You know, I give them credit. They won, but it shouldn't even come down to that at, at the end of the day. Let's be honest about Bayern. That was just a whole screw up all season with them. But but Dortmund had it in their hand. Like, nobody who could ask for something better than to be at home in front of your home fans, screaming and hollering, winning the championship, bring out the trophy, trot it around the stadium. You got everything in your corner and you drop the bag. Was it a draw, right? Two two, two two draw. Yes. Come on, man. When I first saw it, when I saw that it, it was down one nil, I was like, yeah, they don't want it. They don't want it. Then I saw two nil. I said, they're not coming back from this, no matter what. It's only at the best gonna be a draw. They're not gonna come back and win this game. So, you know, there's two good points. Anthony make a good point about like being out there, having some kind of perception about, yeah, maybe he isn't as hurt. But then you're right at the end of the day, you know, they're relying on the 20 year old to come win them championship. Yeah. Still 19, man. 19, 19, thank you. Oh, hey. Still 19, right. But, hey, so, they, had a man, they had Holler beat cancer, come back and huff a penalty. I mean, <laughs> hey, they got a lot of brothers that are on life support. They're begging them for help. Marcus, what, what did you think about the choke job, man? Were you impressed? Did you see it coming? What was on your mind when you saw Holler huff that penalty, man? Um, man. First off, I looked at the lineup. We discussed it. I said, this shit, they looking to lose. You was like, maybe they got a chance. And then what was it? Didn't mine score first? And then we both was like instantly like, yeah, what is Byron doing? Okay. We were more focused that Byron would trick it than they would win it until they got to go late. When you got Ruiz coming off the bench, when you don't play Jude, when you bring in on Gio, who looked like damn near the best player that you should have played the whole damn game, like these dudes that sat on the bench, you should have played them, bro. That dude got out coached. Like, I don't know what he was on that game. Like, you did a decent job the whole season. You put yourself in a position to win the championship. Byron tricked it off enough. Thomas gave you an open ticket, but you didn't check that motherfucker in, bro. Like, that's what I was looking at. 
And like when they got late, it just looked funny to me. Like, why am I seeing Chan going forward, shooting shots from like midfield, bro? That shit don't make no sense. Let the let them other dudes cook. And mines was just cooking them all the way through. So that's the way I felt about it. I mean, it was more of a choke job than Byron getting the job done. I mean, they had food. So I mean, they ate. Dortmund didn't. For sure, yeah, man. Congrats to Bayern Munich, Brazo, Oliver, uh, <laughs> Oliver Kahn got fired. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Got, so uh, you telling me, bro, was on the, the board. bro Go was ahead. on the field celebrating and he got fired? Yeah, Brazo was celebrating. They told Oliver Kahn, don't even bring your punk ass to the stadium, okay? Wow. But, but Brazo was allowed to pull up. He was dapping brothers up. Cletus is... Pop in bottles. What's going on, Cletus? You happy your brother Brazo is gone, right? Celebrate good times. Come on. Okay. You win a title and both of the ops get fired at the same time. What more can you ask for? I mean, but like you said, he actually did reach out to um to Khan earlier. And the reason why he was told not to come to the game was because um him and Heiner have been having like a little, you know power struggle where like Khan has been kind of going at him recently. So they didn't want that to explode, you know, during the celebration or if, um, if the team didn't win the game and lost the title, they didn't want that conflict. But with Hassan, he's kind of been there for, you know, I think what, six years now. So, you know, they kind of did, you know, out of respect that he did deserve to be there. So, I mean, he enjoyed it. I'm pretty sure he knew it was coming also. So nobody cares. They said that he found out on the pitch while they're celebrating and then he was arguing with Heiner, but nobody cares. You're gone. Adios. The big boys are back in town. Kyle Humanega is back. Ili Hunnis is back. The band is back together, baby. Show our season. We got over a hundred mil to spend, to be honest. We got a lot of money to spend. Don't be uh, fooled. Over a hundred mil? That's a... Hey. We we I might, I might be pushing That's Declan the- Rice by himself. Yeah, I'm gonna tell the people <laughs> gonna be leading our transfer segment moving forward. We're not doing it this week because, you know, there's still activity going on. But as E-Moneybags just said, all that money is going to Declan Rice. So, I mean, you need, need to increase that budget. 50 plus one rule. What's up, man? Oh, yeah. So there was actually a vote recently um, in the DFB regarding expansion and allowing um, other investors coming in. Bayern Munich and several of the teams voted yes. Unfortunately, there were some teams um, that voted no, so that also meant like losing they out on like Bundesliga. Yeah, so they missed out like you know media deals and like new investments and stuff like that. So, you know, they're trying to find ways to like restructure the contract. I think the second go around it might go through, but you know, I think this is also good for like Bundesliga in the sense that you know the league is starting to get a little bit more popular. People are hearing about it, so. Why not take advantage of the marketing deal? That's going to benefit the lower teams as well as Bundesliga too. All right. I hear you now. And the league that we pay attention to the most, the Premier League, the season finally came to an end. Of course, the title was already wrapped up. So the season was mostly at the end focused on what's going to happen with um Europa League placements, uh, Conference League placements, who's getting relegated, ended up being Leicester, Leeds, and of course, Southampton going down. 
Ashton Villa got the Conference League spot. Liverpool and Brighton are going to the Europa League. And the top four oh, no. is City, Arsenal, United, and Newcastle. So from last year to this year, City is the only team that is going to the Champions League that was there last year. How did you guys feel about this Premier League season overall, and how will you remember it? I think for United, I think we uh, were above expectations a little bit. I don't think anybody really. Nobody. Oh, all right, hold on, hold on. Who who predicted us going to fourth place or you third should, place? How much place? money did you spend? Goodness gracious! Hey, hey, hey! Who, who expected us to go be fourth place or third place or in the Champions League spot? Nobody. I, no pundits. You, nobody. You got to go back and listen to our preview. Maybe, I'm sure somebody had you on the top four. Nobody. I here. probably did off of just me being a United fan for sure, right? But I'm sure none of you guys had United being in the top four. I'm quite sure of it. I'm trying to think. I know I had City. I had Liverpool. Right. I had Tottenham. I think I even had Chelsea in the top four. Oh, my. Yeah. Like, I, seriously. Like, I really did. I thought, <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be funny. I really yeah. thought I had Chelsea in the top four. And then United, just because, I think I kicked out, like, Liverpool or somebody for some reason. You know, just because. But, you know, so. You were right. Yeah. You can go back and look at, like, professional pundits and stuff nobody had united in the top four i get it we did spend some money but at the same time like it still takes you know it takes a lot to gel a team you know you got a new coach coming in different wholly different type of philosophy holding people accountable dealing with cristiano ronaldo uh dealing with other attitudes on the team benching harry mcguire you know things like that you know so uh, the ups and downs, you know, losing even still losing seven 0 to Liverpool. I saw even the, even some of the big downs that happened during the during the season, the two games at the beginning of the season losing. So like a lot of teams didn't have United really jumping up there. So I think I think the another surprise was obviously Arsenal. I think Arsenal being on top of the league as long as they were, I think that was a big deal, like a, a big surprise for a lot of people. Like didn't see that coming necessarily. I think that everybody thought they got better, but that much better. Not really. And I don't think number two, second in the league better. You know what I'm saying? So City winning the league, I, I get it. You know, we pretty much used to that now, right? Three-peat, what, four out, of, three out of, four out of the last five or something like that? So I get that. You know, I think everybody kind of expects that. So you can this nod and say it, but, but you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Liverpool kind of surprised me, honestly. Not trying to rub salt in the wound, but I think Liverpool surprised me uh, being, what, below 70 points this year? Was at 70 points this season. So that kind of surprised me a little bit. But, yeah, man, I think overall, I think it was a a, a, a heck of a season to kind of be a part of. As a United fan, obviously, this is, a, a you know, going to be successful for sure. So I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, the FA Cup final, obviously, this weekend. And just to see what the transfer window looks like, seeing how we can build upon it. For sure. Now, as an Arsenal fan, this season will be remembered as the year we choked the title. Um, I've seen Arsenal fans trying to say, oh, man, it was a great season. We got the we got the love back. The fans love Arteta. Fuck out of here. You choked the league title because you couldn't get draws, man. You couldn't see out matches. You're letting Liverpool come back down. Got granted Shaka hyping up the Mystics at Anfield. You got uh, West Ham coming back 2-0. You got a fight to beat Bournemouth. Disgusting. 
I was saying a few months ago that Arsenal could win the league without beating City, similar to Dortmund's situation. They could have won the league without being in Bayern. But, you know, a punk is a punk. And if you can never defeat your bully, you're always going to be punked. So that's how I remember Arsenal's season. Just like Dortmund, we relied on kids and got spanked in the end. So, Claytis, how will you remember this Chelsea season? 12th place, worst season, I think, in the PL since 94. I'm going to name this season, look what Putin did. That's that that's gonna be that's gonna be the title of the season. Because due to you know what that man has done, look look where I'm sitting at in the league. Look where I'm sitting at in the league. I see y'all got a charity match coming at Stanfield Bridge for the for the Ukraine national team too. That's I mean we, we already donated 80, 80 million for you know Mudrich. Yeah, so, him and Zelensky and uh, Zinchenko posing. I was like, hey, man, what is this? You know, hey, we're all about community service, nothing against it. But, you know, yeah, man, the purchases of Taboli, honestly, was just, um, oh, oh, God. But, yeah, a lot of the players that <laughs> is Hey, real quick. quick. <laughs> hey, sorry to cut you off, Sham, but look, can't you just say, Hey, couldn't it be also look at what Bowley did instead of if he'd have just left well enough left alone, just bought the team, shut the fuck up, sit in the back room and let them do what they do? Couldn't it also be look what uh, Bowley did? I like the Roman Empire. I grew up in the Roman Empire. I lost I lost everything I had. You feel me? And like honestly, even today I was watching this interview where Ty was saying it's always important to get the right people in, hire the right people that could get the job done. And then you come into Chelsea and it's like, you try to take everything on yourself, having dinners um, with coaches and sporting directors in Spain and, and little little restaurants and stuff. Like, you know, it's, I don't know, I feel like this year was more of a learning lesson for him. And I think right now he's able to say, okay, I made a mistake. So now I'm going to allow the people who could run this organization run it for me. And I think that's the best case scenario for us. But going forward, I'm, I'm really scared because I don't know what his decision is going to be like. I don't know what his plan really is because he keeps saying this is a long-term project when like so far you've made all this investment and none of your investment have proven to be profitable. So Chelsea is not going to be um, a club that's going to be, you know, generating the revenue that's been generating the past 10, 20 years, maybe for the next, maybe five years. And that might be a struggle for us as well because Yes, we're currently debt-free, but we've also went ahead and signed, what, 19 players on, you know, seven or eight-year eight, eight contracts. So we got to find the revenue to keep uh, playing those individuals as well as attracting new players and generating revenue at the same time. And we're trying to expand our stadium. So it's a lot on the, uh, on the table. So, yeah, man, look what Putin has done. Goodbye, Roman. <laughs> now... The champion, go ahead. Anthony, how will you remember this PL season? Uh, it's the year Holland broke the league. Uh, Pep, he um broke the league again, I guess, third time in a row. 
Um, it's the year of the three, two, four, one. Yeah. So, man, it, it was um a nice tactical evolution. Right there, my bad. You was moving like Bowley when he told Tuchel he wants to see that four four three. But see, you got your math right. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I was just verifying. So I'm out. We got it. It was a tactical evolution. Um, it hurt because you know my favorite player, Cancelo. You know, due to positional play, was here balling. Had uh took part in one of the goals of the season to me, um, his assist to Holland in the Champions League. Um, that was the uh, similar to the Cruyff goal, uh, but then he moved, so he wasn't on the team, and then we adjusted, but he still got that champion at championship at FC Hollywood. What's up? You know, shout out Claytus, you know? Um, but honestly... The season was underwhelming. If I don't get this Champions League, it's like, yeah, you know, we just hit the three P. Yeah, that's cool. Wow, no, it's tight. Yeah, no, it don't mean it don't mean nothing if if we don't get that big boy trophy. The as a season as a whole, if we don't get the CL, let's say we don't even get the FA Cup. Yeah, it's going to be a disappointing season, but at least we didn't end with no trophies. You know what I'm saying? We got the Premier League. That's something we can look look at and be like, all right, three-peat, we dominate our league, cool. But our season as a whole is not complete until we get these next two trophies. There's nothing to talk about. We Since we're in the finals, we can talk about it. And so the season will be judged off these next two finals and not, and not just the Premier League. Premier League, cool, yeah, it's nice. But I don't think if we don't win these other ones and it's just – the Premier League could be anybody's league as well as Europe could be anybody's team. You know what I'm saying? Europe, for real. But if we win CL and FA Cup, hey, man, we bigger than the Premier League now. We, we're heritage. That's true. Very true. Now, Marcus, Liverpool had an underwhelming season. Let us know how you experienced that and the news of you guys getting a new sporting director to change the direction of the club moving forward. You guys hear me? Can't hear me coming through. Yeah, we hear you, bro. <laughs> Talking low. I'll say this about this season, man. Um, it's kind of, I'm kind of on that clay tip. FSG, you see what happened when you give all the money to the goddamn Red Sox. Hey man, big break break off big big yard and break off Jurgen. I, I I hear what I heard. We're gonna go ahead and go in depth, but I heard bro is like a is a work with whatever you got type of guy. So I, I don't that don't sound good. Yeah, bro. he was at Wolfsburg, man. He, was he, was he had to. He yeah, he had to. <laughs> they wasn't bro. pulling nobody in Wolfsburg. So you better be giving 200 milli, bro. But um, I mean, you got Byron out here in the in a broke boy league giving a hundred mil shit. LeBron, you didn't win no ship. Open the bank. Clutch sports. Start up a GoFundMe. <laughs> but back to the season. Um, it was kind of like 
it's kind of like what it was like two years ago, I would say. We had like a shit ton of injuries. It was like the injuries that really that 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 like kind of just took us out of the motion out in our midfield this time. But see, two seasons before it was like the center back. So it was kind of funny. We swapped our midfielders to center backs. You can't do that in this in this situation because our center backs ain't fast enough. Um, it was another year of Van Dyke showing me that he needs to be in the back three. Um we we finally had Yergin stop being um start being a hard ass, start being arrogant, made some adjustments with the tactics. After Trent did get burnt by Vinny, he finally went on and 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 moved him up to that midfield that I guess the zinc, I guess the ZZ Stones, I guess uh shit, who else we got? Um <laughs> we know we know who don't play that shit. Uh, that boy on United, she ain't passed nobody. Um, but yeah, he moved that boy up. I think that was a uh, advancement because that may save us on the midfield, but we still getting two midfielders. Um, and we finally gonna get rid of the dead weight. I think. I think this is the year that we get rid of the dead weight. It's kind of what Jurgen did when he first came in, when we bought only bought Genie, and then I think it was Sadio, like. We 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 escaped a lot of old dudes. Uh, sorry, Joe Allen, that summer, but we escaped a lot of old dudes, and then we got like some more of our international spots back. We getting pro- uh, multiple international spots back if you ever peep Nabby, freaking uh, Firmino, and then I think somebody they gonna try to they trying to sell uh, Fabio. So it's like we gonna get three three international spots. So they can they can make some moves, but we. I don't like that England tax. We do got to get another England player. So that's why we're looking at a lot of bum-ass guys, a.k.a. Mason Mount. But um, (laughs) I think the season, we had made a good run at the late, but we got to figure it out next year. Like, are we going to adjust? Are we going to actually get some people to challenge other players? I mean, the front three I think is, is good. But we gotta figure out the engine room and we and we gotta figure out a vet and we gotta get rid of uh Matip, in my opinion, because boy, that last game of the season, oh my god, that nigga got exposed. <laughs> Speaking of exposed, Marcus, La Liga, <laughs> you played yourself. I'm tired. I'm ready to cook you guys. I'm tired of it. A few weeks ago, I made a rant about Ligon being a joke. Ever since then, all I see is Ligon in my timeline on Twitter. They've they've infiltrated my algorithm. They told me this year that Andre Lacazette is the leading scorer in 2023 in the top five leagues in Europe. Year of the Laca. Top five leagues don't exist. It's three in La Liga. It might end up being just too soon because I don't understand this, guys. The president of La Liga with a straight face, Tebes, he told the world that La Liga is too broke to afford goal line technology. It's too much, man. Three million is too much. Three million, too much. It's too much for them, bro. And they're trying to bring Messi back in. The EA, the EA Sports money ain't working for them, or what? The Spotify hey, <laughs> coming in, <laughs> right? So now we have. This is supposed to be the second league, best league in the world, arguably number one, because we can't deny it. In Europe, they dominated with the Champions League, Real Madrid, Europa League, Sevilla, 
and now you're telling me you guys can't afford goal line technology money and you're a top league in this world? I think MLS has goal line technology. Stop it. Yes. You want Messi back? They're going to have to need Messi gotta back. finesse those goals. We got to finesse those goals one way or another. They need VAR. Oh yeah! Hey, explain your scandal. So delete the goal lines to. Oh, hey man, you smart, Claytis. You now you saw y'all saw Espanol pretty much gonna blame the no goal line tech on them getting relegated because they locked. They said the Real Madrid game that shit wasn't a goal, and then the game that happened over the weekend, they they they, they second goal said it wasn't a goal. So they're they're pissed. They're geeked. Oh man, yeah. This is a this is a shame. This is an embarrassment. This is why the Super League was going to happen, man. <laughs> it looks like the PL's the only one with money. Serie A's working their way back slowly but surely, but this is a shame. This is the league of Barca and Real Madrid. I see why Perez still wants <laughs> the Super League to happen. So yeah, this is this is a joke, man. I can't believe it. Hey, um, I did I did want to say this, Dan. Um we never talked about this is kind of why I'm I'm actually cool with being in the Europa League. Yeah, I said it. Next year, the new Champions League shit, right? So y'all gotta play eight games. Now it starts in the 2025 season. Oh, okay. I was about to say yeah, oh, yeah. you are about to be geeks. The teams <laughs> with a not enough what not a big enough roster to be able to play in two competitions for real are gonna be geeks. Yeah, man, and for real, the only team in England that has the depth right now is City. That's why they're the best team. But Chelsea's trying to build that depth, you know. Hey, bro, we got the academy on the way. We have 34-man squad here. We we have the team. We can compete. Mm. Are we good? That's a different question. <laughs> uh, man, but, Claytis, what did you feel when you heard Tevez say, we ain't paying for goal line technology. We ain't got it. Come on, bro. They didn't that, even that, try that, to set up a payment plan or nothing, man. He doesn't care, man. I, I've, I learned a long time ago that he works in the dark arts. Okay? He works in the dark arts. He reminds me of Papatine, uh, Papatine that, that, from Star Wars. That's who he reminds me of. So I know he's not going to put out that $3 million. He's going to allow the ghost goals to go in, you know, try to work the magic for teams like, you know, maybe Atletico. Um what other team is getting relegated from La Liga? It's been like a lot of teams recently getting relegated. So, you know, maybe try to help them out, stay in the league, get some money. But, yeah, I'm not surprised he's not putting that bread up. Messi needs to find a way to get those goals also. So they got to finesse one way or another. The refs can't do it all the time. <laughs> Ephraim, when you heard this news, did it shock you like it shocked me? Yeah, because they're the only they'll be the only top five, the only five of the top five leagues in Europe did not do it. So yeah, absolutely. So I, I don't know. I, I I echo what you guys say. It's hard to like really put into words. Kind of like two point six million. That's it. Like you can't get that. Y'all just got a thirty million dollar uh, deal from EA Sports or whatever that was uh, for the next five years. And I think that's right. <laughs> Something like that. But yeah. I mean, come on, you can't do that. You can't put some of that towards the goal line technology. Nah. Yeah, I, I think I think, yeah, you may have to add to that list, Dan. <laughs> For sure. Now, uh Anthony, does this prove that you were right about La Liga being a joke and 
Barca being geekers. Yeah, they're not mo- nothing more than a Pop Warner soccer team now. Yeah, man, they got to be some regulation hits. They get, they should get fined for each mat league match played without VAR. How authentic is it? Yeah, we're we're in a place where technology actually can keep a team from getting relegated. It's crazy. Three million, little less than three. I mean, we ain't, we all ain't rich here, but that for a league to be able to have to. That's what they got to pay to get the the technology to be efficient. All right, man. What are we talking about here? <laughs> yeah, let them cook. They gonna cook everything now. They gonna, they cooking. They cooking. Let them cook. <laughs> All right, man. Speaking of cooking, Cletus, you guys finally announced Pochettino as your coach, man. You excited, my man? I mean, it's it's calm, it's calm, it's calm. The one thing I like is that he's he's removing a lot of the dead weights. Um, I think Zachariah, I forgot who what his name is. One of them is getting shit back to his, Dennis. Uh, his, Dennis, <laughs> he's getting shit back to his team. Ja Felix, <laughs> ja Felix is adios as well. Which I don't know why people were thinking that we we're gonna keep him. Honestly, Ja Felix is a great player, but he's also selfish. So it's like there's a lot of opportunities where we could have had goals where he made the, the wrong pass. And it also makes you question why that Atletico let him leave for besides just the money. You feel me? So, you know, we'll see. But we have a lot of players we need to cut down um, and start seeing what we're about to do. And Kunku's back in form. He's about to play a final this weekend. So, you know, that's a positive. But Top score of the Bundesliga. Yeah, top, top for, uh Yeah. Yeah, it's nothing exciting over here at Chelsea, to be quite honest with you. But you got a new coach. It's a new future. I mean, hey. Only said he's stepping back. He's not going to be as involved in moves. You should be happy. I am, you know, but I'm still scared because I don't know what this team is going to produce. <laughs> we're going to have a lot of departures, and I don't know how many incoming we're going to have because we have too many niggas that we got to sell in the first place. So Sterling, I hope we can let him go, but we can't. Loftus Sheik is for sale. Um, Marcus, Marcus Loftus Sheik. I heard. Uh, yeah, isn't he going to Milan? We yeah, don't. Yeah, they said Bakayoko and Tomori told him to pull up, babe. You know, Chelsea niggas like going to Milan and you relax. Know who we want for our England uh, quota? Stop playing with me, dog. Double M, man. Uh, if anybody needs to meet that quota, uh, city, I know y'all been doing a lot of trafficking of the Hispanic people over there, so. If y'all need any, I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, what's his name? Forty has been playing a lot. Walker got to leave soon, so Walker yeah. doesn't have to leave soon. He exposed himself and learned a new position. Man, he's good. You know, if you if you want if you want Ben Chilwell for a season loan, you know, hate to say it, but oh my god! <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Did you see how quick? Sorry. And I thought that was your man, Clay. But Chile is my boy, but I I, I need a clear space. Now nah, they love Lewis Hall now. That's their boy now. Big six. Yeah. You see those crosses you was putting in this week? <laughs> Imagine if we had a striker. He's the, he's the only one that showed up against United. Like for real. Imagine if we had a striker. And I like that because like after the game, Mason went to him. Only him. Mm. And I was like, you see? 
If only there was on the pitch together, we had a striker, man. What a shame. Uh, yeah, man, that's that's it at Chelsea, man. There's this there's nothing exciting going on, to be quite honest with you. I will I hope that we could clear the bench as best as possible and not have to use two locker rooms and have one locker room. <laughs> Another coaching situation that might change is the Brazilian Federation. They are twerking for Carlo Ancelotti. They yes, are they are desperate to win the 2026 World Cup. Um, the last World Cup that was played in North America was in 1994, and Brazil won that. And that was uh, the first World Cup they won since 1970 when they won in 94. Now they're in another drought, 20-plus years without a World Cup, and they think Ancelotti is the man for the job because he's won the most Champions League titles. He has a good relationship with the Brazilian players like Militao, Rodrigo, Vinicius Jr., who are with him at Real Madrid. And it seems to me that this is sad, bro. Brazil, the country of football. You guys, Joga Bonito, the beautiful game. Now you guys want an Italian to help you win? I thought you guys were about playing champagne football and winning big things. Now you want Ancelotti counterattacks? What's going on with my boys in Brazil, Ephraim? How do you feel about this pursuit for Ancelotti? I mean, Ancelotti apparently said that he wanted to stay at Real Madrid. So I think I'm not saying it's futile, but it's damn near futile. I mean, who I mean, I'm not saying that a lot of coaches don't want to go for for international gigs. A lot of them actually look out, you know, hold out for that. But it seems like he has a pretty good setup in Madrid right now as well. They're not looking to let him go. They're not, you know. Yeah, he didn't finish top of the league, but, you know, he still got them to the semifinal of the Champions League, you know, even though they got Molly Wap, um, you know, their president, you know, of Brazil, you know, he's he's trying to, you know, play the, you know, he has a vision and courage to put new talents into play, and he's not, he's trying to like, show, hey, no disrespect to other Brazilian coaches, but, you know, that's their plan A, apparently. I, I don't know. I think it's kind of, I don't know. I think they kind of need to let that one go, probably look for somebody else. It's probably... Some more people out there, I think, but I don't know, man. I <laughs> we'll see how it goes over the summer, I guess. Marcus, you and I, we love football manager, but this is the only move that I see in the game that oh, you can manage Real Madrid and manage Brazil. That don't happen in real life. Why would Ancelotti leave Real Madrid for Brazil if Real Madrid wants him? Do you think that's even a possibility? Um, only way that happened is if Real Madrid is telling him they're not going to re him up and they saying we finna call up Zabi. We finna go ahead and make that move and say we're going to go ahead and say Zabi going to lead the young boys to the future. That's the only way I see that happening in that scenario. And I kind of, I think that happened in football manager. He left. And then Zabi came, and then I don't know where the hell he went, but I but he didn't get the Brazil job. But um, in that topic, I don't think – I mean, I don't think Brazil need that type of coach because then that means you phase out. You you instantly phase out Neymar altogether because he's not no striker. 
He's not going to be no Benzema. He can't finish like him. So, like, that means Brazil going to have to look for a real striker. That would mean, like, certain people that play, that been playing under TT, no, no longer going to play. I mean, do, do you see a field continue being in a in a in a, in that type of lineup? Do you do I see a Richarlison? Not for real. Like certain guys are gonna get phased out, and it's gonna be funny because that's some of these Brazilian young boys. Like they who they holding up as kings right now. Think about it. Some of these dudes think Richarlison is the next neighbor on the low. And Richarlison, what he got one goal this Premier League season? Like, come on, bro. So um, I don't really think it's too realistic unless Real Madrid in the background doing some wild shit, saying some wild shit to him. Yeah, man. Cletus, what would you do if you were in Chilati? Bro, bro, I will pass that joint to my son. Because word, word on the street is that Enchilati's son is the one that... <laughs> Come on, word on the street. I was telling you this, man. Come on, man. I was telling you this. Hey, man. Shout out to Alex Awobi. You're leaking. You're leaking. Shout out to Alex Awobi. He was on Filthy Fellas last week. He let the streets know. And Shalati be relaxed. His son, David, be really doing the work, man. Come on. So, you know, I think that'll be a nice work for his son, honestly. Get get a nice little, nice little, you know, backup team behind him. That'll be, I think he could definitely do something good with that um with that Brazilian team. Or honestly, Enchilada himself said that he wants to stay at uh, Madrid. So take another year at Madrid and then, you know, just retire. Because I don't see a reason for you to try to force a move to Brazil, honestly. Either give it to your son or just say, fuck no. Anthony, do you think we'll ever see a top of the line coach, coach a national team and a club at the same time? Or is it just too much to do at once? That's some video game shit, man. That's not happening. That's not, not happening. You do it. Your miss, say your miss to do it. Uh, you want Pep to do it? Oh, to do it. Yeah, double duty. If he, if, I mean, he's he's turned the Premier League into a farmer's league. He does have extra time. He definitely does. Uh, we we got to win three more back to back to back before he can do that. And by the way, Alex Ferguson coached Aberdeen and the Scotland national team at the same time. So I mean, hey, he and he's the greatest of all time, right? He took there, were, were there were there streaming services then? No, there wasn't. There, Scotland hey, was man, actually no, good. Hey, he took Scotland no time. to the World it's Cup. No time. It's no time, man. It's the world's fast paced. Pep, you, you either got to pick one or the other, man. You can't. That year, he took Scotland to the World Cup. Aberdeen won the Scottish Cup and the Scottish League Cup. So it looks like it works if both jobs are in the same country. So you could finesse that way. I remember Arsenal, they used to say that uh, England's FA, they wanted Wenger to coach Arsenal and the England national team at the same time, but. He didn't have time for that. So, Ephraim, what do you think, man? Do you think David should go coach Brazil? I don't think, hey, man. Hey? Nah, nah, nah. Nah, let them find somebody homegrown or try to grab Luis Enrique or something like that. And uh, I know he wants to come to the Premier League, but man, I don't know. <laughs> 
Uh, man, let's get into it, man. This weekend, we got a final. Manchester City, Manchester United, and Wembley. The FA Cup, a.k.a. the Arsenal Invitational, because, you know, we've won it the most. But this time, it's going to a team up north. Ephraim, you guys are trying to stop your ops. Well, you know, your second biggest ops, or maybe even third, the way y'all be treating them. Y'all don't really rate them, but you guys are trying to stop them from joining you guys in the exclusive treble club. I'm sure you're confident. What do you think you guys have to do to win the game? And are you confident you guys will win? Uh, I'm about 70% confident that we will win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, like, let's be honest. I mean, United, look, I, I they won't make excuses, but I will. I, I, I have the leisure of doing that because I'm a fan. So I'm going to say, yeah, that you know, they've been playing a lot of games this year. I know City has been too. But City, let's be honest, we talked about it. They have the, the best depth in England, probably in Europe. So let's get let's get that out the way. But yeah, I think we we have a chance, absolutely. I mean, we can't try to go toe-to-toe. We don't have a squad for that. So we have to do things like hit them on the counterattack, convert our chances when we get them, uh, things like that, absolutely. And plus, I think one other thing that helps us out a little bit is we plan on neutral ground, so we're not necessarily playing at the Etihad. So we're playing in a place that's like neither neither team has a home field advantage for the most part. Uh, so that may help us out some as well. So, um, yeah, and it's not necessarily about stopping them. It's about winning another. It's about winning another trophy. That's how I'm going to say it. You know, coming out here, nobody expected us to be third place. Yeah, we can clown about the Carabao Cup. I get it. You know the what y'all call that? The uh, I forgot what y'all called it in the chat. But y'all made fun of a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. But but we got a cup for the for the season, looking to get a second trophy for the season. So I, I don't think anybody expected that. So I, I think if we have that mindset more so than stopping City, that versus like saying let's get another cup, or let's exceed expectations, continue to exceed expectations. Excuse me. Yeah, I think then we have a big chance of winning. I see you looking at me side eyed, uh, Anthony. Nah, cousin, I wasn't looking at you side eye. I was just looking at the past side eye and and without worry now that I look forward towards the future. Last time Manchester City played Manchester United, it was in January 14th, 2023. <clears throat> Our back line at that time consisted of Kyle Walker at right back, Akanji at right center back, Aki at left center back, and Cancelo at left back. My formation at the time was 4-3-3. <laughs> I already stated this was the season of the 3-2-4-1. <laughs> and once we... Once we played that against Liverpool, I told y'all if we played that formation with Liverpool, that means we were setting our ways now. We moving forward. And here we are going for a treble. Hey, man, I just had to calculate with my sister. I got a baby shower to go to on Saturday. I was wondering, like, dang, I'm about to miss this joint. Like, I'm, I'm about to miss this game. I'm looking straight. But found out scheduling is going to work out that, hey, man, I'm, I'm relaxed. 
you know, it's, it's going to be an enjoyable event. I'm a, it may be a little back and forth, like till we get our legs under us, but I'm a, hey man, three, one, I'm going to just say three, one cities win, man. Again, I'll give United the first goal, man. Y'all can take it. <laughs> Y'all can have that. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Marcus, what do you got, man? Your ops are playing against each other in the final. How do you see it going? As as Tupac once said, first off, <laughs> yeah, if you know, you know. But um, what he said, "Hey man, um, I I don't know." So I got a couple questions. E is Rashford playing? I think so. Yeah, he should be. Okay, okay. I mean. Is Ryan healthy? Okay, pretty. I think any question you're gonna ask me is probably gonna be yeah. But yes, yes, he's healthy. He's playing. Is Phil Jones playing? <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. um, no. Nah, so I think it's gonna be back and forth. If Rashford is playing, I I don't think City gonna cook him. But I ain't gonna lie. If Pep on some hot, the the final of with with um with enter is what the end of next month? It's June tenth. It's a Saturday after. Yo, if Pep really think he owned the league, I can see this motherfucker playing them backups that he played against Chelsea. And nah, play. I'm not gonna <laughs> let you disrespect him like that. He ain't Marcus. doing this. Yeah, he, look, I agree with that. He ain't doing yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, Which one matter? Nah. Which one matter more than Pep? That's some Pep shit, I'm telling you. That's but, the, the, but the thing is, hold on, but the thing is, Marcus, it's a good point, but but the thing is, it's still like, if, if it was a regular season, it's still a week between games like they would in the regular season. So I, you're going to play your strongest squad. I, he's not going to do that. He's not going to play they had all two backups. There's no, they had there's too no long break. of a break. They got to play. They have yeah. to play. They, they, and this is a rivalry. I'll say this. Yeah, I think he, yeah. And a couple, Darby too. Come a on, couple man. people might come off the bench, in my opinion. If all, if, if he comes out there with like a a a a one point five squad, not a two point Man City squad, I, I would give it like a two three City dub. But if he come out there with the heavy hitters, put you to sleep for one first half, and then he putting in. Alvarez and, and Palmer to finish it up. I, I I think it's gonna be like a lot of action and like short spurts. Like it's not gonna be no long drawn out type shit. Like I think it's gonna be like man man United pop it off and then City be like all right then fuck it we on some juggernaut shit. You woke us up boom 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 boom. Good night. Let's move forward. I dig hey. that. Clay, this how you feel, man. Where do you see it going? Honestly, I'm dreading seeing Pep win the treble. I'm hoping the Devils could win it, but they're going to fold like like some hoes. Like Marcus said, they're probably going to play their B team or they're either going to use them as practice for the Champions League. So I don't think Pep is really worried about this game. I think he's more focused about the Champions League. I'm seeing maybe a 2-0, 2-1 a City regardless. I dig it. Ephraim, did you give a score prediction? 
I'm gonna go the other way with Clay said. I'm gonna say two one United. Okay. Yeah, it is interesting. I hear what you're saying, Marcus and Claytis. Uh Pep hasn't played the first team in a few weeks because you know they won the league a while ago. Pep made the joke about how a lot of the brothers were drunk <laughs> and he had to rear them back in. So they've been having a lot of fun. It is going to be interesting to see how they can turn it on. But um, I think they will win. I think it'll be a kind of a boring match because, yeah, City, I feel like they're more focused. I agree with you, Claytis. They're more focused on the Champions League, but they want the trouble. And to win the trouble, you this is one of them. So I think it'll they'll win probably like a 1-0, 2-1. I don't think it'll be that eventful. But I think they'll just... They have too much talent, they'll win. But it will be interesting to see how Pep balances the squad, you know. But uh, Marcus, I think it's that time for you to bless us, man, with that MLS Minute. when your phone with the notes on the lock. <laughs> hey, man. We back. We back. Hold on. Let me see if I get my clip loaded. Fuck it. Um, we back, though. MLS Minute. Uh, another. We back match uh, Match week 15 this time around, man. Um. First match we had, cause uh these these guys uh are third in the East. What is that? We went against Chicago versus New England. And uh what was that? We we had our champagne moment early in the game. It was that boy Shaq. Yeah, your boy Shakir reciting. He's actually he's actually out here doing something, not pulling the uh the the Shaka. You know, getting fouls. He's actually giving dimes because that boy had to, like I said, had to kill a pass for a nice little run on the counter to get them boys the first the first goal. They jump up one zip. Then later on, we get another pass from Big Shaq. They get up two zip. What is that? Then New England woke up. They showed why they was in third place. They get a little nice little top shelf shit from a guy outside the box. And then I don't know if you're a follower of USA International Football, but former international Bobby Wood got a goal to tie it up. And that's how that thing uh, – no, that's just the first half. Sorry about that. Yeah, them boys getting it cracking like that. Second half, Chicago get one early. They thought it was over with. What is that, 79th minute on rosters from Mr. Haile Selassie. Um, but, hey – that old man, another USA vet, maybe a legend, I guess. Jose Altador, man, get a little flick on off some ricochet, maybe your own goal. The ghost. Oh, you said the ghost, not a legend. I mean, big games, my boy did go ghost a lot, but um, yeah, that boy, he got a little flick on, and that game ended up being 3-3. You know what I mean? New England versus Chicago there. 
Aseki game, you already know, man. Our next two teams, we always covering them. And the first up is ATL. We went against Orlando this week, man. Damn. Mr. Steal Your Check himself is back. Mr. Brad, a.k.a. Goose, as the United fans would call him. <laughs> is back from an MCL injury from six weeks. The old man, I don't know what you doing, bro. You going down to Puerto Rico and get them stem cells. Let your boy know. Um, <laughs> he out here had him a still in the check moment early off again. We get one leaking, one zip. Orlando, these two got the first record in the MLS at home, and we getting leaked, okay? Then, what is that? Brad, actually, what is that? That's the first half. It was very dry. I'll let you know that early. So then we get in the second half. Brad actually looked athletic. He stopped a shot with one hand. Loris-like. Yeah. Slow. Deliberate. Okay. And uh, we hold them. We holding it down at that moment. 80th minute. I'm walking back and forth. I'm changing channels because I'm kind of getting pissed off. I'm thinking we about to lose this joint. We finally get a little chance. We get a corner. Hey, Almada was not playing, so, uh, yeah, we didn't have him for the corner. So we had our young boy out there, Mr. Uh, – I don't even know who the young boy that did the uh, corner. Let me not let me not lie on him. But, yeah, we had a little corner. It did not go right. It looked very shitty. We get a little shout-out to Ricochet. But we, get our, we do get our young boy, Mr. Tyler Wolf, to get a goal off the loose ball, bring that thing 1-1. We get up out of there. And our last game is Clay's favorite club. <clears throat> you know, this week it was a little bit, I mean, I guess we got to get stand up on this. This was a little bit of uh, prestige in the MLS. It was Bradley versus Rooney, okay? Bob Bradley, okay, if you don't know. Uh, a former international coach. I mean, I don't know what he has really won, but a former international coach <laughs> and versus Wayne Rooney's DC United, a former international player from England, as you all know. So, um, yeah, that was Toronto versus DC. And Toronto has Insignia this year. Yeah, I don't know why that brother is in the MLS. He's only 31 years old. Okay. It must be for the paper. I mean, why is Ricky Puig in that MLS, man? There's a lot of questions, man. Because he was sitting on that oak. You know why he was he he went to the MLS. There's certain guys that come to the MLS because you sit on the oak. But Insignia was out there cooking, I thought. The season before he came to the MLS, he was cooking. But uh yeah. So honestly, we we had some champagne moments in that game, and it wasn't in DC United's favor. And it was all coming from Insignia. Corner to pop it off. He played that to the Bernadeski's replacement. Yeah, let me tell you about this. Toronto been out here getting cooked, and that boy Bernadeski has asked for some adjustments. And the adjustment was that brother hitting the oak, okay? Some young brother named Kerr took his spot, took his chance, and got two goals off in senior passes. Yeah, D.C. United were looking dri very dry, okay? Wayne Rooney subbed three guys in the first half. And he is quoted to say, I would have subbed all 11 if I could, okay? That's how trash they were playing. But Benteke stayed on the pitch. 
And at the end of the game, Benteke got a poacher's goal to at least bring it 2-1. Wayne Rooney was pissed. My man said, I hope, he was like, he hopes the loss has, make his, has made his players realize they aren't as good as they think they are. DC United, y'all boy got to get it together, man. But we out from the MLS Minute, man. Salute. I appreciate that, Marcus. And now it's that time, y'all. Champagne gold a week. I'm going to set it off. I think it's the only answer I can say because champagne was actually popped because of this goal. Jamal Musiala, they gave Jude Bellingham Bundesliga Player of the Year. I think you deserved it, though. Salute to that goal. Salute to a great season. Tuchel tried to kill you, tried to make you play as a number 10, <laughs> get rid of Muller, but they can never get rid of Muller. Shout out to Byron winning again. Hey, Ephraim, what's your champagne goal of the week? Uh, nothing spectacular. Just a game-winning goal from uh, Bruno Fernandez against Fulham. Secured his third place in the Premier League. Nothing real big, but I'm going to go with that one. Got us to win. Made us have, you know, let us know we had a really good season this season. So, shout out to number Fernandez. three. Where number three. Salute. Hey. It is what it is, bro. <laughs> Anthony, what's your champagne goal of the week? I might have to go with Musiala as well. Um, as somebody who likes his game, there's been times where I've seen him dribble too many times within the box and not take a take a shot when necessary or when he had the opportunity. Hey, man, he it was almost like a one one time shot outside the box for for the league is what um he struck. So it was beautiful. It was like a dribble, but it was still outside the box. It was beautiful. For sure. Marcus, what's your champagne goal of the week? Hey, man, you know who I got to get that thing to, man. If you know my squad, man, it's the last time he going to see him doing it in the red. That boy Bobby Firmino, dog. He going out like a G, dog. Okay. That's my nominee, even though we took that L, but let's not speak on that. <laughs> Cletus, what's your champagne goal of the week? Yes, sir. Jamal Musiala will get that ball, that nice little turn. He looked like he glided on that turn. Turn, dribble, boom, release. And I seen the uh, the footage that he was working on that shot at practice. So it's good to see that pay off at the biggest moment, you know, in the season. Nice, nice. Now we going to the club. Cletus, who you in the club with, man? Everybody's in the club. I see Bayern Munchen's in the club, man. And, of course, we're going to bring Brazo in the club as well. Khan is going to come into the club as well. You know, unlimited beer for everybody, you know, to turn up. All right, all right. I'm going to bring someone in the club. I'm going to bring Romelu Lukaku and Meg the Stallion in the club. Because some people don't like love, but I support black love, you know? And I like that Jay-Z put them together. I mean, whatever, however it happened, because you know it's a Rock Nation link up. But uh, salute to Lukaku. American women are learning about you. They seem to think you're very attractive. It's hilarious to see this on Twitter because the Europeans are like, hey, man, this guy is up. You guys don't know? And the women are like, oh, he looks good, girl, did it? People are showing him dribbling with the backpack on. It's crazy. Oh, the first touch. Yeah, they try to kill Lukaku, man. They trying to learn his game, man. 
They trying to support Meg the Stallion's new man. It's hilarious. American girls. Salute the black love, man. That's who I'm in the club with. <laughs> Ephraim, who you in the club with? <laughs> I'm going to go outside of soccer. I'm going to go unconventional. I'm going to give a shout out and bring the club with me. Uh, my cousin, Anthony, he's doing his thing with his writing. 101pieces.net. 101pieces.net. Check him out. He's dropping some short stories. He's doing his thing. I'm proud of you, man. I love you, brother. Whoa, man. Thanks, cuz. I appreciate that. Dang, we in the club, man. Oh, hey, I'm in the club with FC Hollywood, but man, that's it, man. I'm hey, thanks, cuz. Wow. Yeah, that's what's up, man. <laughs> Mark love you too, man. Hey, love you too, cuz. Yeah. Black love. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the other way. The family love. Yeah, yeah the family, family love. Way. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. Marcus, what's oh, good? Oh, man. We, you know what, man? We're going to go ahead and give Julian his going away party. We got Big Yorg in the, in the VIP. In the VIP. We, got, we got uh Jurgen in the VIP. We got John in the VIP. Whole FSG, LeBron, Clutch. We got the whole team. We trying to get this shit together. June 1st, Yorg is on the job, and we signing. That's a bet. That's a bet, eh? I hope y'all had fun. We're going to be looking forward to this FA Cup final, Champions League final next week. The season's about to come to an end, but, hey, there's always going to be stuff to talk about. And, hey, man, I'm looking forward to this final on Saturday. 10 a.m. Eastern time. What time are you going to that uh, baby shower, Anthony? It seems like <laughs> that match isn't even going to be on your mind. Hey, I told my sister, I was like, hey, what that Kanye West line? Uh, showed up to my cousin's wasn't late. Had to leave before I even cut the cake. Hey, hey man. Welcome to Hartford. <laughs> hey, man. You're sick. Yeah. <laughs> hey. hey, but uh, nah, it starts at tw- it starts at 2. So I, I'm not leaving till like 12.30, 12.45. It takes like an hour, hour and a half to get there. So I'm good. Pull up. You already know what's up. Ladies, you can slide too if you want to see the, you know, part two of the trouble. You already looked at the trophy by then. You know that. But by 10.30, <laughs> you know, the trophy's already yours. What, by 10.30? Hey, man. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> Dang, they, and Cletus think they playing the second string. He think Cole Palmer gonna be out there. I think Ortega's man. got to be stopping shots. Hey man, hey, Ortega's not slight. Ortega's not slight. Ortega's nice. He can't play. Hey, hey, Ortega can play. He can be out there. I don't know, man. I don't. I, mean, I remember Man City was asking people. They were asking bots, hey, do you want to see a player of a uh, picture with their medal? And then people were like, hey, who is this? And they're like, yeah, that's Ortega. I'm like, hey, man, who is this guy? They didn't know who that was. My question is, are y'all going to have fans? All right, man. Yeah. Yeah, all right, man. Hey, hey, hey. hey. It's, it's, a big, it's a big, big season you guys are about to finish. I think they will. They'll show up. Yeah, they're going to have fans. And if they don't, they'll, they'll, they ain't going to be like the semifinals. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, they ain't going to be like the semifinals. They're going to be there. Gonna be there. It's a derby. It's a derby, man. They're going to show up. I mean, I know the yeah. rest of them show up. So, <laughs> All right, man. I hope y'all had fun. We'll catch y'all next weekend. Before we dip, 
what we got to do, Marcus. Keep them pinkies up. <laughs>